Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. Yes, and we are relaxing. We're all uh, calm. We didn't have to watch anything. We're just going to take a look back, a gander back on everything we saw before this moment of Shadowhunters. Shadowhunters. Season 1, episodes 1 through 13. <laughs> yes. Um. Speaking of, I guess, seasons... Uh, so we watch on Netflix because it's what we have access to. Yep. Um, th- they <laughs> there's only three seasons of Shadowhunters. There's four seasons on Netflix. Is what you all should know, <laughs> and they are season one, two, three, and three B, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, so when we get there, ooh, this is season three B. What are we gonna do? How will we explain it? Will we just make it three? <laughs> we we'll just make it three. Who knows? I mean, man, think of how long we've been off from Riverdale. I was so five B. Oh, Riverdale. So I was thinking about it. Like, I think I have to watch some Riverdale this week. Yeah. Because though I have listened to our podcast episodes, so I like vaguely remember that like Archie was in the war. And is sad, yeah. and Tony is having a baby, yeah. and Cheryl never leaves her mansion except, except for all she the al- time. Except for she always leaves her mansion, yeah. And Veronica is fighting her dad and creating local currencies. Oh, yeah, the local currency. Um, I, I am going to read over some of my notes and then just go in cold. Oh, and Hiram <laughs> is shutting down Riverdale because... Uh, yeah, no, I I do remember the entire. Oh yeah, thing. Riverdale's not a city. It's not a city anymore. It's an unincorporated town. Which was the dumbest move Hiram could have made because now he has no control no, over he it. Has, yeah, he was the mayor of the town and then decided no more town. I hate this town, so I'm going to take away my one tool that allows me to destroy this town, which is being mayor. And they kind of explained his plan, but very, like. He wants to steal Riverdale resources to direct to his new fancy... St- I, I don't think they 100% them. I think I guess that I think they're mining. Oh, yes. And that's why the aliens. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, that's why there's earthquakes and things, nonsense like that. And uh, going off of that, this seems like a thing that show would do. I guess we're talking about Riverdale for yes. a little bit. <laughs> um, I think there's gas coming up from beneath, which is what causes... like People jug- to hallucinate? And Jugga to pass out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably what happened there. That's not how that works, but it seems in line with what Riverdale would do. I mean, he's also passing out because he's an alcoholic now. He is, yeah. Do you think the show is going to tackle that? Because they, like, only tertiary tackled FP's alcoholism, which he just fixed because he had heart? I mean, I guess we'll see. How did FP fix his alcoholism? Oh, I don't know. Uh, But we're not really talking about Riverdale. We're talking about Shadowhunters. Uh... Shadowhunters. So uh, the first season of Shadowhunters was very much a setup for the rest of the series. So the first season of Shadowhunters covers approximately the first book and a half of the Shadowhunters books. I will say, despite the fact that Simon does not become a vampire until the second book, the first book does seem more action-packed. Like, Clary, like travels around a lot she meets people like she meets warlocks and fair she meets the Sealy queen which well, who we have not met yet well, this is the introduction um so she meets like people from all parts of the downworld or factions she does things she goes on adventures our clary seems yeah. to um they say they they say a lot of stuff about her but she doesn't do like, a like, lot like, like you no know, the thing is she does a lot but they ascribe they, they ascribe meaning to the things she does that doesn't feel there. Like, I can't get over where Alex apologized to her because she really showed up for Izzy, and she didn't. She, like, she just came she home. She just happened to have finished. She finished what she was doing and came back. And, and that it was, helped Izzy. And that was very lucky for Izzy. Clary never had to really make a hard decision. You know, something that's interesting, too, is um, so people who follow us here on the podcast and also follow us over on Instagram will know that I have been rereading the books. Yeah. And I've been, like, taking screenshots or um, pictures of, like, different um, sections and, like, circling them. Yeah. And in the book, something that's very significant is Jocelyn and Clary don't have a perfect relationship. Um, Obviously, they love each other. And obviously, yeah. like... 
Clary knows her mom loves her unconditionally. Clary knows her mom will always be there for her. Like her mom and Luke are all she has. But her mom is like aggressively overprotective. It makes sense. Does not allow her to do anything like check in all the time. The fact that she gets to go to the club on the first night of the book and the first episode of the TV yeah. show is like a really big deal. Um, and we don't see any of that in the show. You and know, they, they really decided they wanted to like turn Jocelyn, Jocelyn into, into like perfect. Yeah. Into like a, a saint of like, of like everyone's like, no, she must, she, Jocelyn must be protected. And when they're like, they's like, we have to wake her. Like once again, I, I have to clarify this. I understand why Clary wants her mom back. Um, but in the grander scheme of like, a like, why things? the world needs Jocelyn yeah, to wake up? Yeah, why? Why do I, as an audience member, be like, oh my god, they need to wake up Jocelyn? Because even Clary, like, she's sad, but she's doing fine. Well, and I kind of feel like the show plants the seeds of why they need Jocelyn. They just don't water the seeds, so they don't grow. Well, it's like like they're aware they need to have a reason. So what they do is they go, we need her back. Why? Because we need her back. Because, like, there are things... Okay, so Valentine loves Jocelyn. Yeah. If there's one thing we know about Valentine, it's that he loves Jocelyn. He tells mm. everyone. So if Valentine loves Jocelyn, it behooves the clave to have Jocelyn and have her awake. And because they have something Valentine wants. Yeah. Like... The the thing that they keep on trying to be like, oh, what's his plan? Like, we know what his plan... Everyone knows what his plan his, is. And you have given us no indication he has a super secret version of his plan. Like, oh, something that's not... He's not even revealing. It's kind of weird when he's injecting, like, downworld or blood. But, but everyone knows he does that. Like, that's not a secret. <laughs> yeah. So when eventually they were like, oh, we got to wake up Jocelyn because she'll know how to beat him. I'm like, I don't think she would. Because what the show has shown us. (laughs) Yeah. Like the last time she defeated him is is like she stole the cup and ran away. Like after her and Luke kind of had like some of a fight with him. But like Clary could steal the cup and run away. Like they don't need Jocelyn for that. But the fact that like Jocelyn is Valentine's weakness yeah. So the clave could be like, no, we need her because if we have her, he's distracted. We know where he's going to be. And he's going to come to us to try to get her. And that that could be some fun tension where she's like, I don't want my mom used as bait. And they're like, this is bigger than you. And then Clary's like, I got to get my mom back secretly because the clave's going to use her as bait. Like, yeah, like they could achieve all the things they wanted. Yeah. In a way that makes more sense. Yeah. Like. And it doesn't even feel like the show is rushed. Like, oh, they didn't have time. Like, I, mean, I feel like there's a, we, how we, many episodes did they spend on Simon being like, mm, <laughs> it was hard when I hung out with vampires. We like, and we've been over that. We know there's one entire episode that could be cut, which is the whole Luke episode where he's get where he's injured because one, it doesn't make sense that he's injured, and two, nothing happens. And he and mostly he tells her he spends forever telling her the longest dumbest story which is basically so i loved your mom your mom was married to valentine then we realized valentine was bad jujubes then he tried to kill me and then she got the cup (laughs) and then she ran away and then eventually i found her and we love each other clary the thing the thing that gets me about that backstory so much is they have this thing where it's like i thought you know i i I," like they try to do this this like dramatic moment where he's like I thought that he uh, he killed her. I'm like, yeah, but we start out with you guys like very comfortably living a normal life. So there's, yeah, the, I, that tension is not there for us. We're not <laughs> engaged in your past trauma. Yeah. Sorry. I get nothing from that. Honestly, <laughs> your your I was worried once does not does not reach me. I think the problem with this show and like I don't know if it is a um product of the show being from 2016 but i feel like the show has a real reticence to make any of their characters like their heroes less than perfect like luke does not engage in the fight between the warlock or the werewolves and the um the vampires jocelyn is the perfect mom she's more than a mom she's a friend clary appears to never be flawed well they well it's it's not that they don't want them to be flawed it feels like they think they're making them flawed but they're not yes i think they honestly think we as an audience 
thought that Luke was like, oh my god, maybe he is dangerous, even though it's so it's clear. so obvious so, that he's yeah that, that he's not like it's like the the perfect example is the whole incest thing where they both are like, no, no, it's completely serious, but also where it's completely un because there's, unreasonable. There is a it's unreasonable like this. Again, we have talked to like we have talked to this ad nauseum, <laughs> but that dumb alternative universe episode, which you do that in like a fourth season, you don't do that in a first yeah. season. That alternative universe e- episode, I think, makes it clear for any viewer, even if they didn't read the books, that Jason Claire are not related. Yeah. Also, like no teen <laughs> TV show. Is, is go- going to do a storyline where people think they're in love and then find out they're related. Like, that's not... Yeah, and then also then deal with the fact that they're in love. Like, like the... That's the, too dark. Like the only thing that I could think of is that they did it on purpose. That they set up the other world so that you, the audience, are know it's not true. But so they, you're not worried. But they can't tell the characters. But the thing is, then, they had to make the characters forget that world. Yeah. The fact that they remember it just, like, yeah. makes these characters seem like aggressive dum-dums. It's true. Like, if they had this thing where they're like, oh, my memories of the other world are drifting. They're so hazy. Like, I don't need her to be like, oh, I remember this bookmark because, honestly, I didn't need Clary to be the one to figure out the bookmark. That is fine if Magnus does it. That is fine if literally anybody else is like, Someone oh, this- could do it by accident. Oh, this is a bookmark from the Book of the White, not Clary being like, I recognize this. Oh, like- my mom always cooked kid. My mom Chicken always catch. cooked. Yeah. Like, it starts with, I remember when my mom cooked. Look, a cookbook. <laughs> Nothing is more infuriating than this in that Clary making an incredible declarative statement she has no backup for and being absolutely correct. Like, <laughs> she has said so many things that are, we've never heard before that she, <laughs> that she just says, and we're like, I guess, like, God, was she saying about, about her mom where... It was her uh, mom oh, Valentine. Her, her, her mom ran away from Valentine because of me. It's like, no, Clary. She she didn't know she was pregnant with you. But then it turns out that she did. Maybe did. Like, <laughs> Clary, you have no evidence of that. You have no, like, I guess your feelings, but <laughs> you, you say these insane declarative statements. Like, or when she had the cup and she just added another feature it had which is <laughs> which is it can control mundanes yeah which it can't mundanes, it turns mundanes, mundanes into shadow hunters it can control mundanes who drink from the cup i'm like <laughs> what that has never and i don't think that's actually how it works i mean like technically if mundanes drink from the top cup and like survive they become shadow hunters yeah and they probably owe something to the valentine cup? yeah i would have liked a little time spent on the fact that valentine was able to essentially build an army of mundanes by being like yo monsters are real and you can fight them i would have loved to see him do that because watching the show i'm like i don't understand how these people are here that shows actual charisma and manipulation he's like these mundanes don't actually understand like the like the world, like they don't actually understand that we have a, um, the accords with downworlders, and downworlders aren't bad, just demons are. But they know what vampires are. They know mm-hmm. what werewolves are. They know what all these things are, and they know they're monsters. So I go find the people who have been rejected from society and tell and them. I you, give them a place. I make them heroes. Yeah, you are like that. Like it could be done so well. Like. Maybe it's because of the time it was in, but now uh, someone going up to like disenfranchised, dis- disenfranchised middle-aged men, <laughs> yeah, and being like, "Hey, you know your conspiracy theories? You're right, and I can give you the power to stop the bad guys from coming around the corner." Like that is a terrifying analogy of a character, but instead, he just like in Russia. I think he just got Russian prisoners. Yeah, and then in America, he showed up in New York and had like a hundred guys on a boat. Yeah, I somehow would've, I would have loved to see like you don't even have to do big things about it, but you just have people talking about like um, we were, we're getting reports of like mundanes, like report, like saying that they're seeing like saying monsters and we get there and there's no monsters because someone has told them monsters are real. So now they start mm-hmm. seeing them everywhere or just like something, something weird in there. Well, and because they've made technology such a big part of the show, mm-hmm. which is fine, like technology. 
you know, um, the shadow hunters in the books don't really know a lot of tech stuff. Like they don't watch movies. They don't know pop culture. They mm. don't really have the internet. They do have cell phones. Yeah. And they do have, um, they have sensors, which like look like cell phones, but allow them to like sense demonic energies, oh. essentially. I think they can just do that now in the show. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, because so that that aside, like the show has made technology like a big part of their world. Yeah, they they, they and got I the. I think it would be interesting if like you know a shadow extra comes up and is like, oh, I've you know I watch the message boards. Yeah, and I've seen a big trend in this area of cyberspace that like. Yeah, yeah. These discussions are happening. We should keep our eye open for that. Like, yeah, why, why are they talking about this? Yeah. so much. And it could just be like little things, like maybe they build in daily briefings. Into the episodes. Yeah. But the show wants to be so mysterious, like, which is emblematic. Emblematic? Yeah. That's not a word. Emblem- mm. Emblematic? Yes. I think, yeah. Which, which is typified yeah. by the freaking Valentine as Michael Whalen thing, which I know <laughs> we have. <laughs> but, like, the show wanted to be mysterious. They wanted us to... Yeah, I, I I don't know because again I don't want to keep going back to the books, but I'll tell you what happens because now that we've watched this entire season, sure. So Clary and Jace get some information that um, Valentine's going to be at Renwick's because that's where the other portal in New York is. Yeah, and they're like, well, we got to go get him. Like he's at Renwick's. That's where Jocelyn is. We got to go, and we don't trust the Clave because <laughs> who would trust the Clave? Yeah, Clave does suck. Yeah, so they go with Luke. And they go with Alaric, and they go with a bunch of werewolves. And Luke's like, yeah, we'll go get Jocelyn back. I love Jocelyn. Mm. So they show up there, and they, you know, fight some shadow bros, and a couple wolves die, and they break into the house. And, like, the whole point is, Clary, you just keep moving. Yeah. Clary, you find Jocelyn. Mm. So she does. And then um, she meets up with Jace, and he's like, my dad's here. And Clary's like, what? Your dad's dead. Like, and he's like, no, he's not. My dad's alive. I didn't know he's here. And then Valentine walks into the room. Yeah. And Claire's like, oh, Valentine. And she's like, no, it's my dad. And Claire's like, no, that's Valentine. He's like, no, that's Michael Wayland. Like, that's the man who raised me. That's my dad. And then Valentine's like, well, you didn't know because we hid in our estate forever. (laughs) I told you I was Michael Wayland. I'm Valentine. Yeah. I'm your dad, and I'm her dad. So, ha ha. So, so he, so like in the book, he could just hide away from the world, which feels something you'd also do in the series, yeah, and not have to put on a face. But the problem with the problem with the series is they're like, well, they know what Valentine looks like, but like in the book, they don't have a whole episode where Clary <laughs> and Jace are running around with Michael Wayland. So I don't understand why Valentine couldn't have walked into the room they were in, yeah, and Jace could have been like, oh, dad. dad. And Clary's and like, like no. Because Clary has seen him through the yeah, so portal. Cl- which Clary knows it's Valentine. Which Jace has not. Even in the other world, Jace never saw Valentine. Mm-hmm. It, that was that world's Jace. So that should, like, I, I don't know. I think that's better. Mm-hmm. Also, it makes Jace seem like less of a bozo who believes anyone who says he's their dad. I can't get over the series ended, or the series, the season ended with Jace making the, like, he's going to kill you if I don't join him thing. But then actually joining him, like, he doesn't realize he could trick him. Right? Like, like it's very clear what you do. Yeah, he has knives all your friend's throat and says, if you don't come with me, I'm going to kill them. You go. Yes, yes, you absolutely. Go with go, him. Go with him. But you don't have to legitimately join him. There was, I don't feel like there was any point in Valentine's whole, like, talking to Jace thing. Where he actually said anything substantial enough to bring Jace over to his side. No, and I feel like... I mean, obviously Jace isn't on his side. Well, other than Jace side. being like, well, I'm bad. <laughs> I he, He's my dad, so I guess I'm a bad dude. Clary, you're not. I don't know how genetics work. I think Jace is sexist. I think Jace is sexist. I think Jace is it's like, no, but you're a girl. You take after Jocelyn because you're a girl. You're, I take after Valentine because I'm a boy. You have the girl stuff, which is so weird because he knows Izzy and Izzy has and Izzy is way a, too many skills. Izzy is significantly better at all things than Alec. <laughs> yeah. Which the show never really like highlights. I mean, like, she she is better than Alec. I mean, I, considering how, once again, the amount of skills they give her. <laughs> She's 
She's the foremost for a forensic <laughs> pathologist in New York. She can whip through a wall. <laughs> she, I mean, Alec did also shoot, I guess, a wall out. That's true. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's very clear that she is, like, very competent. Uh, I, I guess it's just the grown-ups who don't recognize it. Well, I mean, but... And is that commentary on something? It's mostly their parents who, like, really... Also might be sexist. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Which maybe explains Jace, then. (laughs) (laughs) They did raise him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. So, okay, let's talk about Izzy, because Izzy is a fascinating character. I feel like she's very underdeveloped in a lot of ways. She didn't have a whole lot this season. The biggest thing they gave her was the whole Meliorn. It's unfortunate a lot of her motivation is based off of, like, the guy that she was sleeping with. Well, and like the thing is, I think there's an interesting way to do it where, mm. you know, she hooks up with Meliorn and then she starts to humanize him. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously he's a human. Well, he's a fairy, but like she starts to see downworlders as people. Yeah. And then because she has that extra insight, she sees what the clave does in different ways. And like, I think they're, tr- they are, they're trying to do that. Yeah. I can't, I shouldn't say, I think they're clearly trying to do that. But Izzy is so underdeveloped. The thing is, so in the Rise Up episode, like, they... Yes, Clary is the main character, but you're doing... They're clearly doing an ensemble piece. Izzy should have been so much more of, like, the main part. I'm getting the Downworlders to unite. Because Clary doesn't do any... They keep saying, Clary, you did this. No, she didn't. Simon was the one who agreed to... The vampires joining. The vampires joining. The werewolves join because Luke is there. Loves Clary. Like, she, like, Clary, in a moment where they're fighting, goes, hey, stop fighting. We gotta do this. It's important. And they're like, yeah, you're right. Clary, you're so good at this. Well, and there could have been a cool thing. That could have been Izzy. That could have been Izzy doing that. Like, let's focus on what's important. And you could have done a cool thing because Izzy and... The two vampires and the one wolf took out the guards, right? Yes. So why not give them a scene with them working together and realizing they're a great team? Like, uh, isn't that the point of the episode? Those uh, guards went down those, easy. Those were bad she guards. She tripped one. The other ones were literally grabbed and ran away with. But Kevin, the person who tripped that guy whose name I don't remember. Raj. Raj. I... Um, the person who tripped him moved like a shadow hunter. <laughs> <laughs> man i have never seen so forced like we got to get her on trial so i guess she's involved in taking out these three guys when there were a whole bunch of vampires who did nothing well and like why did she have i mean she like, had to be involved because because she had to get caught that's the thing like exactly. there, there's no other reason for her to be involved like logically if you were there you'd be like i can't do it none because of you they'll sh- recognize me yeah, none of you shadow hunters can be seen like, I mean, the Shadowhunters should be like, we can't be seen. And then mm-hmm. could be like, I'll fight with them being like, oh, so you don't have to put your um, thing your in the light. reputation, which, again, is more interesting. Yeah. Like, they have. Okay. Here is. So we agree, like, the beginning of this series um, is kind of rough and slow. It's uh, so slow. Yeah. There's, what, like, five episodes of. I, I if, if I was going to make, uh, wasn't never reading the books. But if I was, like, seeing what they're doing here and how I would adapt that into something that I think is more engaging, could be more interesting. Because you Mm -hmm. mentioned the first book, they meet a lot of things, a lot of an introduction to this world. I would take the Jocelyn storyline and really push it down. Like, obviously, that's that's Clary's motivation. But I would do something where, like, she doesn't run away from Luke. And Luke sort of, I mean, you want the Jace explaining everything you know is true. Um, but you know, honestly, let's say if I could, like, I don't care about that. I, this is a big thing, big thing in the series and mm-hmm. maybe it should be in there. Maybe I will admit that. But right off the bat, what I was thinking is like, she would go to Luke and she'd be like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Luke knows what's happening and goes like, oh shoot. He knows that they'll come to him. So he's like, okay, we got to go. And she's like, where are we going? Like, just, you, you have to trust me. Mm-hmm. You have to come with me. And she's like, okay. So she, he drives her to the shadow hunters He's like, your mom's going to hate this, but I have to do it. Yeah, she's like, he's like, I'm sorry. And maybe he even thinks he's being followed. So he's like, I like, I I have to go as as much as I hate the I can't explain. If you give him like 
I think someone's tailing me. You have to go. Like, like even he's driving, he's like, I'm not stopping. I'm slowing down. You have to jump out of the car. She's like, why? The like, jump in the car and you go to that. And mm-hmm. she could even walk around and not. Not know that she's at the Institute because she won't know until someone tells her about the glamours. Yeah. And then Jay sees her. Yeah. And, and like, like brings they, her in. They think she's an intruder. And like, she gets in a little trouble there where it's like, hey, and I know this is how it worked in the book, but because it's an ensemble piece and you're reworking things, yeah. then... It's a different medium. Yeah. Then you can have this, and then they figure out, oh, you're a shadow hunter. Wait, how are you a shadow hunter? We, like, you. how do we not know who you are? There's some interesting stuff there. You have, then, like, you know, and then, then it could be, like, when she does meet back up with Luke again, and he sort of, like, explains the situation, he's like, I am trying to find out where Jocelyn is. Mm-hmm. Please sit tight. Um, and you and then she you can give her like other things to do where like she doesn't want to find Jocelyn, but she's really getting ingrained in the world. He's like, you like if you want to if you want to help me find Jocelyn, be a shadow hunter. Well, and you know what's interesting? Like, because you're describing this, yeah. and I think I'm now on the fourth book, so it's been a while since I read the first book. But if I recall correctly, Luke, like finds out the bad stuff is going on. Yeah. He, Clary, I think overhears him doing his Luke thing. Mm. And he's like, I need more firepower than I have. So instead of going and fighting a werewolf to save Clary, Mm. he goes and kills the head werewolf so he can become the leader of the pack. Because he's like, I need power. I would. He could have done that. Honestly, like, I would love, like, Luke also feels very underutilized in this. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a cop and a head werewolf. And I feel like if they want to give him, like, I feel like they want to give him a morally gray thing. I love the idea of him being like, I need to protect Claire. I need to protect Jocelyn. I need to put myself in a position where I can do that. And he just goes and kills the werewolf. Yeah. And now he's in charge. He put himself in this position to help Jocelyn. And we could do all these things where you cut to him doing morally gray things. I mean, even just like being like, Clary, don't get involved go learn to be a shadow hunter. I'll so be you, back. So and you, then he goes out and kills someone because that's what he has to do. Yeah. And then he, and then he legitimately did kill someone. So if you, so if internal affairs does get on him, he actually did something that feels like they could actually pin on him. Mm-hmm. Not just, Hey, the witnesses to your crime died. So now we think you're the killer. That was the dumbest what? thing. I mean, the show has done a lot of dumb things, but that was a very dumb thing. The show that did. Would, I feel like that would put, Every every like a police officer under every cop under scrutiny because, at all like, times. Like, the, if the witness of the crime you are investigating is killed, you are the lead suspect. <laughs> like 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 why why were you talking to them? Why do you have this connection to them? Because they're the witness to the what? Because I was doing my job that I'm paid to do huh? to do justice. What are you talking justice. about? Um. <laughs> But like, yeah, because you can make you can make him more uh, morally gray and have him have his thing be like, I will do anything to get Jocelyn back. Mm-hmm. And then you could have actual tension between him and Clary. Because Clary could be overwhelmed by the things he does. Yeah. Because this is a new world for her. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Clary, other than the fact that oh. she loves to run into the night at all times, takes to this world like a fish to water. It's like it's second episode. She's talking down to Simon being like, they're demons, Simon. Get over it. I'm like, Clary. You've known about this for 20 minutes. Don't stop. Stop telling. I mean, no, Simon's not great. His, his no. entire f- or vibe for the first four episodes was Clary. Let's go home. Clary, this party sucks. <laughs> the amount of times I was like, what if we just go home? And it's like my mom is is missing. Simon, when I go home, <laughs> demons come to my home. And. And like I, I like that because then you can have episodes which are, te- which are more about like setting up. There's something wrong with the underworld, and Clary's introduction to downworlders and the politics of the clave, um, and all those things without her. It, it's weird to be like she needs she needs to be have less motivation, <laughs> but. She, she would she wouldn't have less motivation. She would just be able to do something else and not just being like, I have to get my mom. I don't know how, but so I'm just gonna run run off into the night doing something. Exactly. And I feel like because we somehow we don't get a lot of downworlders yeah. in this series. I mean, I guess obviously Simon's a vampire, 
Luke's a wolf. Which is weird because they're the ones who are most a threat from Valentine. Um, Raphael is awesome. We love him. And I guess, I mean, I guess there's the Camille, but I just, I feel like the downworld they present to us. It's, well, it's very it heavy vampire. And it doesn't seem very fraught. Like, I'm not, the show has not given me a compelling reason. I'm like, the downworld has to work together to save themselves. Like, yeah. you're telling me that Valentine's going to kill them, but they all seem to be, I guess they do attack all those warlocks. But the thing, like, we could get, but I mean, the warlocks, I the thing that, like, because like, you have to headcanon a lot of this. I do like the idea of the warlocks. They're immortal, so if something comes after them, they just leave and wait it out. And the, then if someone's like, you can't wait out Valentine. He is too aggressive. He will mm-hmm. find you. And they're like, no, we don't want to get involved. And wouldn't it be better if they did all of that first and then Valentine massacred a bunch of them other than rather than like the order they did it in, which yeah. is Magnus being like, hmm, I Everyone guess I'll better... leave my house. Yeah. The... I would have liked if they gave if let's be real there are three I say three and a half because the sealies are so I keep the fairies are so like out there that they're hard to conceptualize so yes. I say three, there's three and a half groups really and I would love to see if each group had a different reaction to this the warlocks were like then we're getting out and you mm-hmm. can even just have that by like once again having an episode where they have a briefing and it's like all right Clary your trainee shadow hunter um, we, we, we got reports of just like, like there's this thing that a warlock's supposed to do. They're not there. A warlock has essentially gone missing. Mm-hmm. And like, there's some weird stuff with mundanes going on. So we need to go check out what's, what's happening there. And then you learn that warlocks are leaving. Yeah. They just, they're just, they're just going to go away. And, we're like, and you're like, why are they getting, going away? Like hell, we don't even have to mention Valentine for quite a while. Like, why is this stuff going on? Why are warlocks going away? Wolves are getting more aggressive. Maybe. Yeah. I want each of them have different reactions. Yeah, Vampires are. I don't know. Like, I don't even thought through what each different reaction like, would Like wolves, be. I think are getting more aggressive. I think vampires should be consolidating power. Yeah. So warlocks vampires are, running- are like buying things up and vampires are like buying buildings and yeah. like and do what the do would be really interesting. So the rights of transmutation, I would love if there's a scene where someone's like like uh, like I don't know a shadow extra or someone comes in and is like we got 50 rights of transmutation last week. Yeah. And they're like and Clary's like what's a right of transmutation? So I'm like it's it's something that a mundane can sign to essentially permit a vampire to turn into a vampire. And be like, wait, vampires are real? Why would vampires do that? Why would humans do that? And then you can explain, it's like, well, yeah. I'm, 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 then you be like, I mean, you've seen Twilight. You know what? <laughs> if you wanted to do that, like if you did stuff like, like that, Hodge could actually do things that matter. He could, he could be the guy who briefs them every single time. As opposed to what they do, they're like, oh, shoot. Hodge needs to be. We need to remember Hodge. Yeah, and I, and we've already been over it. Me and I have very different feelings on Hodge. We don't need to get into it, and it's fine. I I just feel like you're right. Like your conception of Hodge is correct. Yeah, the show just didn't serve me that conception. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll admittedly, I give it. I'm giving it a lot of head can to put him in the position it's in, mostly because like I really like that story of a person who like he gets. He gets into that position and he only sees one way out and he doesn't see it as very fair. Like, he, he, he puts him in a perfect position to have a form of redemption. And, like, I don't <laughs> know what my problem is. Like, I don't know if it's the actor. I don't know if it's they don't give us enough. It's- Honestly, I think it's because they don't give us enough. I think it's because he appears in the first two episodes and then he's just a weirdo for a long time. I, I think I also have a problem with super s- stupid sexy Hodge. <laughs> like I, that might be because you read the book, so you have a different view. Well, of what like, I, Aaron, I've only ever known Sexy Hodge. I just think Sexy Hodge is too young. Like he's supposed to be the he's Valentine's best friend, <laughs> and like that man is not the same age as Jocelyn, Valentine, Maris, Robert, Luke. He's just not. Aaron, maybe that makes it more unfair. Maybe because he was just a child. He's too sexy. Get that sexy man out of there. Give me a sad beat down by the world scholar. Yeah. Like, yeah, because then you could have, um, uh, he's, you know, he's the one giving the briefing. So, like, he, because that's why he can kind of, like, he can put them where they need to be effectively. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, obviously he can't just be like, oh, nothing's happening because he's not the only one in charge of logistics. But he can kind of, like, like, you can put in more intrigue there. I honestly think, yeah, we don't even need to have heard, like, we can hear Valentine's name, but not, like, 
link him as a threat for a while. Like, it'd be like, oh, yeah, so there's this guy, Valentine, he's dead now. Mm-hmm. And, the, yeah, obviously when someone in the show says he's dead now, he's not dead. He's not dead. Yeah. But yeah. the other thing is, thinking about the shadow extras, I don't think we need them. They don't do anything. I think the reason they're in there is because it makes, it's the same reason why the technology there, it makes the church feel more alive. And admittedly, I'm trying to picture some of those scenes with no one there. And I wonder if it would just make it look cheap rather than... that. That's fair, because they don't have a good budget. I just think, isn't it more interesting if for whatever reason, yeah. there's no grown-ups there. So it's these kids and Hodge yeah. just trying... Like, there, there's a big... Well, we know Millie Orn was at um the summit. Yeah. So all of the grown-ups went to the summit. Yeah. And that's why these kids can step wildly out of bounds. Uh, like, admittedly, you could make it look good. I would love this idea of... I love this idea of this... Like, you make it look exactly the same, but don't fill it with people. So when Clary gets there, she's like, is this it? And they're like, we're supposed to have more. We don't. They're at the summit, so... Well, I mean, no, not even they're at the summit. Oh. We don't have as many people as we're supposed to. Because they've been talking about that, too. There's not enough shadow hunters. Yeah. And, like, um, like, and they could be... You could do this fun thing where it's like, yeah, we're, we have tension with the clave because they don't give us the support that we need. And that actually kind of, kind of sets up that Robert and Maris are being punished in a different way than Hodge. Like, yeah. they're being set up to fail. Yeah. In the New York Institute. And that could be why they put so much pressure on Like, they don't want to tell their kids, hey, if we don't, if we fail in this institute, your mom and I are going to jail. Yeah. But that would explain why they don't tell them that and why they, they could still come off as, like, mean to their kids, but not be like... It seems motivated then, as opposed to... this. Well, honestly, they just seem mean. Their motivation in this one, when it comes down to it, is we messed up. You can't keep messing up. Not like there's... Potent- like... I mean, yes, there obviously is potential further. You could be punished again. Mm-hmm. But, like, if there was very clear, like, we are being, the, the clave is against us. We are being scrutinized. And then when Lydia comes, it's yeah. a bigger deal, too, because it's like, oh, my God. When, when, Lid- when, Lydia sweeps in with all of yes. these shadow extras and they fill up the Institute. Yeah, if, if once Lydia's there, like, all these computers come on and... um. All of a sudden, like, this place seems a lot more alive and busy, but cramped. Yeah. And, like, like people are bumping, like, Clary is constantly bumping into people. And she's like, I don't feel comfortable here like I did before. Um, yeah, like, they, like, it's weird to say I don't want her chasing her mom the entire thing. It's that when you have an ensemble piece like that, and like, as you said, in the books, you're very tight on their perspectives. Mm-hmm. And you can do more jumping. I would love that you just jump away and there's Luke doing something morally gray to find Jocelyn. And maybe there is an entire episode that's from Alec's perspective as Alec is like, guys, we have to follow the rules. But also he likes Magnus so much. And also, also, okay, we're going to talk about Alec now. All right. I don't need the Lydia storyline. I like Alec just grappling with his emotions for Magnus without this extra wedding nonsense. Like, yes, it makes a beautiful moment where Magnus pops into a wedding and everyone looks great. But, like, why does it have to be so big? Why is this not just, like, a small story of a young man uh, managing parent expectations? Let's think about that wedding. So, um... Mar- so at that point, Alex, like Maris and Robert were part of the circle. Um, I'm angry at them. They keep talking about like our family name is in tatters so I can get it. I can redeem our family name by marrying Lydia and, and that'll then, redeem our family name. It does seem unspoken yeah. that you cannot run an institute unless you are a married couple. <laughs> that does seem weirdly consistent with like because Lydia ran an institute and then her husband died and then she was not allowed to anymore it seems it feels like Lydia's jumping over some stuff there doesn't it yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> it seems like she was maybe like court-martialed for like improper conduct or something, and she's well, just not explaining well, it. Maybe she went back and tortured that guy she thought they should have tortured. <laughs> maybe. I love that Lydia tells this story where she's like, there was a guy, and I could have tortured him, and I did it. And so we just did it anyway. Like, we had no intel. We did it. It's that guy's fault. I should have tortured him. It's like, no, maybe you shouldn't have done the operation if you did not know what was going to happen. Lydia, you took the wrong lesson <laughs> from the experience. No, yeah, what, what you learned is, like, <laughs> well, because, like, God, they... Or I, I think the big thing about that is that she always said it was a failure. All, or they said, like, all the Shadowhunters were killed. I'm like, yeah, but were the mundane saved? Not to, like, diminish your guys' accomplishments. That's your job. Yeah, you're warriors in a world to protect to yeah. protect mundane. So did you achieve your goal? Yeah. Did you protect the mundane? You're, like, when you die, you get to go to heaven automatically. Exactly. And you know heaven exists. Like, in your world. You've you, met angels. Yeah. You know, you know like, you, you guys could be hella fanatical about like i'm fine with dying for this because i know exactly where i go <laughs> like <laughs> but just being like oh no they're like and that once again they're also half human so exactly i would have liked that more to think for them to focus on with like jace's whole like emotion this thing is that you have jace who's like i'm i'm an angel we are angels our job is to do this and clary's like but you're also a human which is the same thing they did, but with better <laughs> curtains on the frame. Yeah, which, and that feels like that's the theme, isn't it? Like, this entire thing with Downworld, like, Valentine's entire thing is that Downworlders are half-demons. Exactly. They are half-demons, and he's completely ignoring their half-humans. Then you have Jace, who's like, I'm half-angel, completely ignoring that he's also half-human. Or, sorry, the clave is like, we are angels. And Shadowhunters do seem to set themselves apart, not from mundanes, from mm. humans. Yeah. But they're humans, too. Yeah. And, like, that does seem like a key theme. And then Clary comes in, who has never lived the angel life. She's lived the human life, and she can be, like... She can remind them yeah, she can be like the, of their connection to the world. Yeah, clave, the clave of their humanity. And she does it through these people. And, like, there would be... And you could do something where, like, the characters are different, like, almost aspects of being detached from existence. Jace is all business. Al, I mean, they're kind of would all be okay, all business. Alec is all business. Jace is all, like adrenaline yeah um and and it, you you could do it's it's unfortunate doing it for the woman but easy could be hedonistic essentially they i mean she she is yeah, they kind of apply that apply that with her um, with her stuff um it's it's unfortunate to be like oh yeah look the two men are all business but the girl's a party girl but i mean i mean jace, you work, you jace is kind of a got. party boy too <laughs> yeah they, they they really waver on how much of a bro jace is and i thought i think they should go harder into bro jace here's the thing i love bro jace i think i mean i like Raphael. magnus is obviously the best character on the show yeah but i think my favorite character quite honestly might be jace here here's the thing when clary came into the institute the shadow hunters who are there should have been trash. Like, yeah, like, th like they should have been, they should have been needing something that they didn't realize they needed, which was a human connection. Mm -hmm. Like that's what they should have been. Like, like Alec, Alec is unable to sympathize with mundanes because, because he's so disconnected. Jace, also doesn't sympathize, but like in a, like in his more of a way where he's like, yeah, no, we're protecting them. I'm I'm I'm, I'm the dark, a hero. I'm the Dark Knight. I'm Batman. I'm so handsome and I'm Batman. And and is and is he just like? I mean, I can do whatever I want. I'm I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. I I can do anything. I can sleep with a fairy. I can do all these things. Um, and then they can learn. Like I like I don't think any of them need to be like. And they need to completely change what they are. But they can adapt their personalities into being more like they can still like Al can still be just as kind of stuck up as he is, but in a way where he realizes, Oh, the rules that I follow are meant to protect people, mm -hmm. not just be rules. And Jace is like, if I'm going to, you know, go out there and be a hero, I need to actually do heroic things and understand that I am that. And is he going to be like, I can't just, Life, life needs depth. Yeah, well, I can't just treat people however I want to treat them because they are real people. Mm -hmm. Like, 
And I think if you did that, especially with Izzy... And I would care about what Clary's means to all of them. And it would strengthen the relationship between Izzy and Simon more. Because mm-hmm. there was, you know, there were hints at it at the beginning. Some te- there's, there's when some... she genuinely wanted to listen to his music. Yeah, yeah, this is up there. Well, it, 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 and I, they've just, like, thrown the Izzy and Simon stuff out the yeah. door. I kind of like the idea that Izzy um, is like, I'm going to play around with Simon. And Simon's like, hey, and she's like, Oh, you're actually a very sweet boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I don't get this. <laughs> and, like, I, I think we could have more fun with that because yeah. that's something I would like to explore as opposed to ignore. Yeah, yeah. Like, <sighs> there's. And, and, and I know probably a lot of that is diverting from the source material. But the thing is, like, I honestly believe when you are adapting something to a different medium, you should embrace changes to it yes and not just things where you're like oh i want to fix if i did you have access to things you don't have in a book form you have access to being able to change rapidly change headspaces in a book changing pov you kind of have to be like we are now in a different pov here's what's happening get used to it let's move on and the thing is like there are very very good adaptations out there um, I feel like the Hunger Games um, adaptations are incredible because the books are all from Katniss's point of view. Yeah, you get your they thoughts are, and... Yeah. yeah, you're right in there. And so they had to do something to draw it out. And I feel like they do a really, really great job of embracing this medium. I don't know that they necessarily go as, like, grotesque as they maybe should with some things. But, like, they're very strong adaptations. Yeah. I feel like the Shadowhunters TV show is a mostly fairly loyal adaptation but maybe but it's just it doesn't seem like a strong tv show yeah um so so we sort of talked to like because i guess now we're doing um rewrites um (laughs) is there anything we do with like like so magnus magnus like like i'm trying to think of like his so his storyline was is effectively like you get a little hints at it that he has also disconnected himself from the world. Mm-hmm. Though, really, that only comes up at the end when he's talking to Ragnar. Ragnar's like, Camille stole your heart and you. Here's the thing that I think you need to do with Magnus. You need needed to make him, like, magical, hedonistic party warlock. Um, I, I've mentioned... With the- heart of gold. <laughs> With a heart of gold. Cool. Like I've mentioned, like he's still cool. cool. Like Magnus is awesome, but he should have been having these like crazy magical parties as opposed to them telling us about his crazy magical parties. Yeah. And like, I love the idea of them like actually finding, you mentioned that, you know, it's his, they, his they go to a party at his cat's birthday. Yeah, I, That's how they meet him. Yeah. And like, he should be set up to the first time him and Alec make Alex like, this guy is ridiculous. He's too much like my sister. But then he's, like, still drawn to him over and over. And well, he's like, why? Well, I think the thing that get that I think should kind of, like, spark that. I think with all of Magnus's thing, he was helping warlocks escape. So I think he, like, for all of his, like, like that outline thing, he has a deep sense of duty to warlocks. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can, you can show that in, in the ways by, like, him having... Like, like, what if the party he was having was literally to draw, like... Warlocks to his apartment? Well, no, 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 Oh. V- Valentine's people are people who might damage warlocks away from the warlocks. So yes. you get there. You no, know, you get there, and there's this big party going on. Here's the exact image I have. You get there, big party going on. Like, you sort of have people interacting around. Clary starts to notice something is weird. Like, she sees people doing weird things, and then eventually, boom, in come uh, these rogue shadow hunters. Yeah. And... Everyone's gone. It's only Magnus because, because everything it, was an illusion. Yeah, that would be very, very and, cool. And then you have this weird thing where, where like, because Alex, like, look at this place. This is like he, he could be talking to Magnus or he could be talking to Jace, but just be like, look at this. This is like he's doing this. Like, there is stuff going on, and this is what he's yeah. doing. You know, we're in a fight for our lives. We are trying to protect them, and, and, and look, he's having a party. Yeah, it, it could be this thing where they're like, okay. This this might it might unfortunately mean that he's introduced later though I think you'd introduce him through Luke as well, mm-hmm. um, uh, but like you have them like okay they're starting to suspect, suspect something's going on like I think someone's attacking warlocks we need to go to the high warlock of Brooklyn he needs to take this seriously we need, like rather than being like, we need help from him we need to tell him he's in danger yes and they get there and he's having a party. Uh, you can have Claire, like, what, it's weird because they're not interacting with real people, so you can't do it for, it's not this entire episode. Yeah, but like, no. Um, 
it's but, it's the party of the episode to yeah. put it in mobile parlance <laughs> but yeah you have this thing where they go there and they're trying to talk to him and he keeps on blowing them off and, and like, like they try he's to talk kind to of, people he's, he's like flirting with alec in like his very, very like aloof way and out and alec's like He's not taking it like, like he's getting really angry and Jake's yeah. like, dude, calm down. And he's like, he's not taking this seriously. We are trying to help these trying people. Trying to protect them. And I don't understand like like why and you know, you can have stuff there and then boom, in come the sh- in come the Shadow Hunters. It turns out it's all like a trap and it just like like everyone vanishes. The Shadow Hunters who came in, like it doesn't have to be even a big fight. Like I would love that all of like Jason them all take out their weapons and then like a trap activates and all the other shadow just disappear and get like dropped into the river somewhere. Yes. And then like Magnus hears from someone. All right. The warlocks are gone. All the warlocks are. He's like, great. All right. Perfect. Thanks, Shadow Kids, for a party. I'm gonna go. Well, I think he could. He could. He could even be like, I like to his cat. To his cat. Cat just sort of like, sorry, you can have a real birthday next this year. year. Next year, I promise, we'll have a real birthday. And then like, he disappears. He steps into a portal and off he goes. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> or they're able to like maybe they also need something out of him to keep him around. Yeah, a little bit more uh, aggressive. Like, like Clary has ulterior modes who go there. It's like, oh, if he's a warlock. Maybe he knows. Or maybe while she's at his house, she figures out he was the one who was like she walks. She, she, she gets walks a memory. Into a, yeah, she walks into a room and has a memory flash. Like I know this room. I've been to this place before. And Jay's like, "What do you? What do you mean?" He's like, "I think I like at this point she knows she doesn't have memory. She's like, I think he was the one who was like supp- suppressing yeah, my, memories. my memories. And then you can go. You can go right into the demon deceived me. <laughs> <laughs> So in our rewrites of Shadowhunters, which are aggressive, many yeah. rewrites, we are keeping The Demon Deceived Me. Oh, The Demon Deceived Me. Is classic. <laughs> that is cl- you know, that is classic Alec. Like, it's so good. It's so Alec. Well, and here's the thing. It would be stronger if we already had the sense that Alec is like, this is ridiculous. Like, we got to do these things. And then all of a sudden, he he has an emotional moment. Like, Al, like as much as Jace is like, I don't feel emotions. Jace, Alec doesn't feel emotions. Jace only has emotions. Like Jace is very, very clearly <laughs> driven by emotions at all times. Yeah, like <laughs> at no point, and that's fine. I don't think we need to have a character who's like, I don't feel emotions. He should be hyper, like hyper, like yeah, I'm like bro. Yeah, I'm everything. Yeah, like he can still be nice, but like. He 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 was raised by like I mean they're all raised by the Lightwoods. I love coming out with, like different like aspects of Lightwood. But like that he, seems like he took a lot of things from Robert. Yeah, he he came in with I am a shadow hunter, which means I am a superhero effectively. Which would make sense if he was raised by Valentine, because yeah. Valentine would totally teach his kid that. Like yeah. you, well, I mean, we you're the savior something. of man. Like, yeah, I am the savior of man, which means when he like fails in things. Like, and then if you really want him to get onto Valentine's side, he fails and he's like, I'm not strong enough to protect people. And, and Valentine's like, I can teach you to be like, to be the shadow hunter you're meant to be. I'm so sorry we had to interrupt our training before, but now you're a man and you're ready for me to. And I think like, it still would be like, uh, but he, but he could be like, like, he could even be like, no, Clary, I promise I'm not like, like, I'm just, I'm. He can make me strong. And he's like, no, no, no. He's going to manipulate you. He's like, no, no, he's not. Like, this overconfidence yes. of, like... I can handle it. Don't worry. Oh, no, don't. Like, like, I know what I'm doing. And then, like, he gets there and he finds himself falling more and more under this, like, actual charismatic sway mm-hmm. where he's like, what am I doing? I, know- like, I came here to... I came here to... Help, like, like, I came here to help people and now I'm doing this. Well, and you know, like, I feel like in that scene at Camille's house... Someone had to die. Yeah, like not not one of our main characters, but like I don't know, get some wolves in there and kill Alaric or something. Yeah, yeah. Like someone had to die in that scene to raise the stakes. And if we're gonna do that, and if we if we were doing the whole Luke is doing his own thing off on the side, I love. I can't believe that we didn't get it. That's such a, a fun thing that like, like especially if you have set up that like Luke has been meeting with like the head of the werewolves because they're his, he's his head. Yeah. And like, he's doing, like he's doing things he doesn't like. And he's like, or he's like trying to convince him of something. And then you just end an episode with him going into the room and it just be, just be like, all right, uh, you know, uh, you know, what are you doing here? Luke? Um, and, 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 and Luke's like taking control and then just 
kills him. Right? I honestly, here's the thing. I don't think he should wolf out to kill him. I think he should, like, shoot I mean, him. I he, he is a cop. Yeah, I think... Oh, he the, was his cop. The reason I think he should shoot him is because it is not his wolf nature that's doing that. It's it is his, his man. Yes. Um. So, thematic, metaphorically, he does not do it as a wolf. He does it as a man. Um. And he's... And, like... There's, no, there's nothing in the rule saying you have to kill the alpha as a wolf. wolf. No one ever wrote that. Yeah, and that feels very morally gray. Like, like because, like, he did just cold-blooded, just kill him just because he was in his way. Because Luke needed the power. Yeah. We, can, because... we, can, we can set him up as kind of a bastard. Yeah. But I don't think he... Like, we, we don't want to turn him into a mustache twirling or else it's not as morally gray. It's something where it's like, he probably should have done that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Kevin, did you know... Luke loves Jocelyn. Yeah, Luke does love Jocelyn. Because then at the end, when when there's a whole confrontation at Camille's place, he has been tracking Valentine. Because now Valentine's in New York so consistently. Luke can show up. Like, the kids think the kids think they're just handling something. And then yeah. Luke shows yeah, up the, with all of his the, wolves. Yeah, then the wolves show up. And, and then... Ulrich's killed. Exactly. Yeah. And then Jace is like, I gotta go. And then then, then Luke's like, oh, no. I let I let trying to save Jocelyn get, get in my way. And I killed Alaric, and then like his pack is like, you got Alaric killed. For, He's the second in command for, for what? what? For what? For what, some... what did we achieve? We didn't even kill. Now Valentine has his son. Yeah, yeah, like, like the yeah that would be that would make it a lot more exciting. It would it would it would do <laughs> it would do a lot. It would do a lot there. And like all of these things align with the books. They are different, mm-hmm. but the show is different than the books. But I just feel like the things we're suggesting create more compelling television. Yeah, and it's not even dimin- diminishing, like, it's not like we're saying, like, oh, don't focus on Clary. Just make her a better character. I love when you explain, that, like, like, having the first one be more of an introduction to the general way the world works, and it's her learning to be... She she has done no training. Well, I mean, I mean Jace she, sexually told her how to swing oh, a sword. Oh, yeah, they're like, oh, if you feel the blade will make... Like, then why do any training at all? Well, and, like, if I recall correctly, again, from the books, I don't think she does official training until the fourth book. Yeah. In the first three books, it's just her being like, oh, shoot, I guess I just have to improvise because there's no time to teach me anything. But I I would like to see in a show that has more time to breathe and Mm -hmm. it can be more, as I said, an ensemble piece, her, like, learning things and having, like, she has an episode where she meets... The, the werewolves, maybe that's the episode where at the end um, Luke kills the because alpha. She, because she has a meeting with the alpha and, it's and that introduces not good. That introduces us as the audience to... The idea of alphas and what it means and... Yeah, be like, I don't know. And I like the idea that like for a while, for a short while, it does come off as kind of procedural mm-hmm. before it becomes serialized. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that would be that would be fun. And then you have to do you have to do one obviously where the um fairies are involved and that involves Izzy and Meliorn. Exactly. And then, uh Clary learns about fairies. She needs someone needs a teacher about how to bargain because she's She's so bad at it. <laughs> and wouldn't that be a great thing for a fairy to teach her? But the entire time she's like, Is the fairy teaching me or tricking me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's cool and then you have then by ha- and by showing them as kind of like these underdogs trying their best, when the clave does appear with Lydia, or even when Robert and uh, Marie- uh, Maris come back, uh, you're like, oh, here are these authority figures that have been like no, like outside mm-hmm. before, and rather than <laughs> and it, like it's all like I understand the like when you look at this series, this season took place over a couple weeks. Like, the first couple of episodes were night after night after night. I know. It moves so fast. And I, you know, I think would, and I, what I, would I, be... I think it's fine if Robert and Mary are gone for, like, a month or so. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. so. Because there is... We know there's a thing going on. Yeah. Millioran has explained there is something happening. I think it would make sense that Valentine would remount his thing for the signing of the Accords. So they should have just, like, fudged the timeline for that. Yeah, and the, um... uh, And then you can have... As you have mentioned, they the clave does not believe like he's back. Maurice and Robert come in, and the and we've been seeing episodes of these kids being like, "Hey, we discovered something. We think Valentine is back. We'll send a fire letter to our parents." Yeah. And then I don't think they reveal Clary is his kid for like maybe until that episode. 
Because maybe Maris and who, who Robert know person? it. Who is this? Who is this woman? Jocelyn, Jocelyn, Fra- Jocelyn Fairchild, Jocelyn Morgenstern. Yeah, yeah. You can do, and then they lock her down again, and they could be like, no, no, no. She's been like actively she's helping us. Yeah, but then, but then because she's like she's just been helping with that, you could have Alec be like. I mean, they raise a good point. Like, like mm-hmm. we we learned all these things, but what have we achieved? Like, you think she's sabotaging us? Like, I don't know what she's doing, but neither do you. And Jay's like, no, I believe in her. The other thing that I think is like kind of cool that they do in young adult fantasy a lot is like young heroes meet other young heroes, yeah. And you think they're doing so great, yeah. And then eventually it introduces like the bigger world and you're like oh no there are like actual functional adults who can help them yeah and i think if the show had scaffolded that a bit better yeah like first robert maris come and then the rest of the clave comes and you're like oh there's like a really big world they're operating in that they were able to just ignore because there were no grown-ups and fun and final thing um uh to wrap up um we'll see what you like i know it's in the books but i mean i don't just cut the the pseudo incest stuff. I it I, it, 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 it adds <laughs> nothing to the storyline other than making these kids seem like bozos and the and grown ups seem and like it, bozos. And it's weird and gross to even like consider. Consi- like it, well, when <sighs> Valentine keeps saying like, "Oh, well, didn't you wonder why you were drawn to each other? Because blood. only people who are related should be attracted to <laughs> blood, each other." Blood calls to blood, like. I understand it is a plot point in the books, but it is a dumb plot point, and I don't think anyone disagrees with that. Yeah, like, no one likes it. Like, it adds nothing. Here's what we can say: we like we we haven't talked much about like on the books and Cassandra Clare in general. We I think we mentioned the whole thing about um the the bird story being yeah. like, like she plagiarized from herself because it was in a fan fiction that she wrote and she loved it so much that she put it in her books which is fine and to be clear there's a lot of stuff to be clear <laughs> there's a lot of stuff about cassandra claire that like yeah she's not she doesn't seem she doesn't come off as great and she, her, she might be fine like there, there's, there's there's stuff about like if you look into about her like plagiarizing stuff for her fan fiction which is which is a real heart, like... But here's the thing, like, I mean, not for nothing, but a lot of fan fiction is just, like, teenagers wishing they were really good writers. Yeah. Um, but, like, the one thing I think we can all agree on is, why did she do the incest subplot? That is, like... <laughs> it's all... I, I don't know how involved she was in the development of, this, of the series. Could they not convince her, like, hey... Maybe we don't do that. Maybe for the show we don't. Yeah. Maybe we like like I I feel like you can still have tension by him being like, "Oh, he's my like I rate like he's not he's not my son, but I raised him." And Claire could be like, "Do I which feel is, weird about which that?" Which is clearly what happened. Like, yeah. let's clear what actually happened. Obviously not. Yeah. Valentine's son. And maybe if you want to do a self-referential wink, have a moment where they're like, ugh. And they're like, <laughs> like no, no, no. He was, no, no. Like, like, no, he raised, like, he raised him. You're not, you're not biologically. Well, and like, there is this like nature versus nurture discussion that like lives under the show. Yeah, I, I think it's very important that, that um, Valentine raised um, Jace, mm-hmm. but like, it, it could it, he could have stole and stole which which is what he clearly did stole a child after their parents <laughs> after, died yeah and just raised that child and that could just be the thing he did well and like, like it seems pretty clear that he is he is Michael Whalen's son he is like, Michael like Whalen's son the real Michael Whalen's son because yes, we he know he is not Valentine's son because of the alternate world. So he killed Michael Wayland and raised his child as his own, and like, which is still creepy and weird. Yeah, it's fine. It's a nature versus nurture thing. Like but, he doesn't have Valentine's blood, but is he Valentine's yeah. son? The the thing that I have seen, the reason that kind of exists, is that one of the things that um, Cassandra Clare did right when she was doing fan fiction was Ron Ginny. Yeah, stuff. And so people. Th- or like, oh well, she just stole from her Ron Ginny fan fiction well, and put it into Shadowhunters. I, it's more of that. It just like that just shows that like she already already like had. No, no, people think she stole from her Ron Ginny I mean, fan know. fiction and made that into Shadowhunters. And I'm like, there is no universe in this world where uh, yes. Jace Wayland <laughs> is Ron Weasley. 
Yeah, no, no, no. I <laughs> I can't see like you can look at Fifty Shades of Grey and see how that could be an a uh, a Twilight AU. Yeah, like you can you can see the bones there, but I don't know what sort of AU would make. Well, I can tell you this. who the characters are. So apparently, if you subscribe to the theory mm-hmm. that she just stole her own fan fiction, yeah. Um, Clary is Ginny Weasley. Yeah. Jace is Draco Malfoy. Alec is Harry Potter. And Isabel is Blaze. I can't remember his last name. He's a Slytherin. Mm. But they thought that at the time that she was writing the fan fiction, we didn't know if Blaze was a man or a woman. So. I I I just feel that in Shadowhunters, with it's, all of its flaws, there are not enough parallels to say this is a Harry Potter ripoff. Yeah, no, and there there's other stuff I've you know read about Cassandra Clare that you could be um perturbed and upset about. Like I don't think that is the thing though. And, like, come on, there's other things. <laughs> well, and I feel like it it is okay because we like as authors we take her own work and we transform it and we bring it into things yeah i think it is completely acceptable that she wrote a fan fiction as a teenager wrote that falcon story loved that falcon story and was like no i would rather take that and put it into something that's going to be yeah published like of course yeah that's fine anyway anyway this is our discussion of shadow hunters we have rewritten the entire tv series and we think it's better all right yep so do it again uh Whoever made this one. <laughs> hey, TV do it station. Again. Do it again. I mean, honestly, no, don't do it again. Don't do it again. <laughs> just, do, just Create just, new art. Create new art and do something better. Uh, but do, uh, do, do tell us that we did a good job of rewriting your show. So, <laughs> and um, do something that's cooler and better. Please tell us how good we are at rewriting shows on the social media. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. And we are at gmail.com at podcast Moa. Mm-hmm. And also, give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. Riverdale is coming in soon. People need to find us for Riverdale. So, ratings, reviews, and subscriptions help us out a lot, and we'll uh, let people find us. Yeah. You can also uh, pick up my books, my writing. It's available all at kevinweirbooks.com. And I'm over at aflimsyplan.com. Yeah. And we will see you, I think, next... Next week when we watch... Yeah. Mortal Instruments Shadow of Bones. Nope. Yep. That is exactly what we're going to watch. Uh, next week for that movie. 